is confident in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. This is what the ancients, this is the, the people we're going to be looking at, were commended for. By faith we understand that the universe was formed at God's command so that what is seen was not made out of what was visible. By faith Abel brought God a better offering than Cain did. By faith he was commended as righteous when God spoke well of his offerings. And by faith Abel still speaks even though he is dead. By faith Enoch was taken from this life so that he did not experience death. He could not be found because God had taken him. For before he was taken, he was commended as one who pleased God. And without faith, it is impossible to please God. Because <coughs> anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. Now those that were here right at the start would have heard Jamie say uh, something on that. And I'm just going to sort of... Sort of paraphrase that really. If you look at the, the verses uh, 1 and 6 in that, that passage that we've read, they're effectively saying the same thing. Verse 1 is talking about faith of being sure of what we hope, hope for, what, we, what we're looking for, what we, what, we, what we are believing for, and certain of what we do not see. And then if you go to verse 6, it talks about uh, uh, faith believing that God exists. Now we can't see God. So, faith then is sure of what we do not see, is sure that God exists. And in verse 6 he said about that God rewards those who earnestly seek him. Now, if we're seeking for a reward, we're hoping for something. And so, uh, the writer here, uh, Paul, is, is just trying to emphasise the two verses, verse 1 and verse 6, are actually saying the same things. But actually, faith is all about believing that God exists and that he rewards us if we pursue him. Uh, and so, it's in, in essence, it's very simple. Uh, faith is very simple. I believe God exists, and that all good things come from him. All good things come from him. So, that, there we go, really. That, that's it. Uh, we, can, we, can all, we can all go home now, because uh, we've got that. Yeah, we're all, we're all okay with that. Well, the reality of it is, is of course, that we... We, we, we think that, and we can read it and think, yeah, that's true, but the reality isn't always right. I was having a discussion uh, with some teenagers uh, on, uh, on Friday. We, we have a group that come down here. And I was going through this verse with them, and I said to them, so, so who believes that pursuing God will bring you every good thing you could possibly hope for? One young 15-year-old perked up and said, um, Nah, Lamborghini. <laughs> that's, that's what I want. That's what will give me the greatest reward. And I thought, hmm, okay. Yeah, I, I can see there's a lack of faith there. And, and then I came away, and after a while, God spoke to me and said, um, Yeah, you, you, you sort of judge that guy, but what about your Lamb Lamborghinis? And I thought, well, I had two reactions to this. I said, um, okay, well, if you want to give me a Lamborghini, uh, I could prove to people while I was driving along, yeah, this, this doesn't give me as much pleasure as you do, God. <laughs> so if you, I can, I, you know, if you give me one of those, I'll just go and talk to you. Talk. But actually, that's what God was saying. He said, God was saying, actually, we've all got Lamborghinis. 
we've all got things that we think will give us more pleasure than God. And we may not, we may not verbalise it, but the way we act and the way we behave will show us that. So, so we might think, actually, uh, you know, I, I believe you know, God is a rewarder, and he, he does, but actually, as long as I've got some money, I'll be all right. As long as, I, as long as I've got my relationships in place, then, then I'm going to be all right. Actually, because that really is what I'm looking for to be my reward. And, and so often we can, we, can, we, can, we can believe the things, or we can, we can read the stuff and think, yeah, this is right, and it, that our actions say something different. Because we're actually pursuing something other than God, because we believe that is what will give us our reward. Now, God doesn't condemn us for that, but God is about a process in our lives that brings us more and more to understand and and know that actually in everything, he is the reward. In everything, he is worth pursuing above everything else. And what we see in the people that we're going to look at, these, these men and women of faith, are not the finished article of someone that in every area of their life is full of faith. Now, God picks out actions, individual actions, that show that, that they are on a, on, a, on a road that they have got through in an area. Um, it's, like, uh, so it's like teaching uh, times tables. Uh, who, who, who loves learning times tables? Yeah. Yeah, excellent, yes. I did, actually. I quite enjoyed doing it, yeah. Um, uh, we have so so uh, so you start normally with the two times table, don't you? I think is that what you normally start with? And um, and and so two, once two is two, two two is a four. You remember this two. And 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 if you're teaching a child, then when they get to the end and they've got the two times table, you celebrate it, don't you? That's pretty. You don't say, well, actually, I'm not going to celebrate that because you haven't you you don't know all your tables. Until you know all your tables, I'm not going to I'm not going to you know I'm not going to commend you. Uh, so no, we celebrate the little steps. So they, they get the two, and then, then, then they think, oh, I've got the three, and they slip up on the three a bit, and then they get it, and, and so on and so forth. And, and that's what God, this, what, this is what God is doing for these people. He's not saying they're a finished article. If you look at some of them, you, you know, look at Abraham and Sarah. They're commended for faith, and yet they, they did some stuff which was not very good. And yet God isn't, doesn't, God isn't look at the bit that we get wrong. He's celebrating and pleased with the faith that we are showing. And that's what, that's what this, this uh, series is about. Is that it's helping us to go that next step with God. To believe him for a little bit more. To see him a bit more as our rewarder. As the one who truly is the source of all good things. Amen. And, uh, and as we do that, and that is a, it's a life work. I have Lamborghinis, that God pointed out to me. Not, not literal ones, unfortunately. That, uh, that actually, no, actually, no I, I'm, I'm, I know, I'm relying on this too much. I need, to, I need to seek you, God, for the source of all good things. And, and, and God wants to just, just encourage us, and, and not, not harshly, but say, actually, maybe, maybe there's some things in your life that you are relying on uh, to give you your reward when actually you should be looking to me. Uh, and so, and as we go and look at, we, we will we'll look at these people and see where they have broken through in faith, trusting in God. Okay, so the first one we're going to look at is uh, Abel. <coughs> and uh, it says in those verses, 
It says, by faith, in verse 4, by faith Abel offered God a better sacrifice than Cain did. By faith he was commended as a righteous man when God spoke well of his offerings. And by faith he still speaks, even though he is dead. So, um, we have here an account of a fairly simple act that uh, Abel did, which was to offer a sacrifice. In fact, what we'll do is we'll read the account of it uh, in in actual Genesis chapter 4 as well, so you can get a, a full picture. Uh, Genesis chapter 4, this is straight after the terrible account of the fall and sin entering the, the world, and now we have uh, the next instalment that is recorded in the life of Adam and Eve. And it says, uh, Adam lay with his wife Eve, and she became pregnant and gave birth to Cain. She said, with the help of the Lord I have brought forth a man. Later she gave birth to his brother Abel. Now Abel kept flocks, and Cain worked the soil. In the course of time, Cain brought some of the fruits of the soil as an offering to the Lord. But Abel brought fat portions from some of the firstborn of his flock. The Lord looked with favour on Abel and his offering, but on Cain and his offering, he did not look with favour. So Cain was angry and his face was downcast. So here we have the first recorded, if you like, act of sin in the Bible. And, and, and initially I thought this is a bit odd Why, you, know, if you think about acts of faith you think of, of maybe you know, someone praying for healing someone uh, you know, by hearing from God leaving their home like Abraham did and going to a far country something that's quite amazing something that's quite you know, out there you know, acts of faith where they gave loads of money away and, 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 you know, or whatever it is and, and you think well that's an act of faith but I, I believe it's no coincidence that, that this is the first act of faith that is recorded. This isn't just, you know, those jumbled up. No, I actually believe God wanted this to be seen as the first act of faith that is recorded in the Bible. And it's quite simply this, because that first act of faith is worship. That first act of faith is worship. And... And that's right, because faith is believing God exists and then coming to him. And, and, and if we believe God exists, if we have, with the eye of faith, a little glimpse of God, then surely our first response is worship. Whenever anybody encountered God, uh, in, a, in whatever form he came, in the burning bush, in the, in the angel that Joshua uh, saw... Their response is to fall down and worship. And so, worship must be our first response of faith. The first thing we ever do is to, when we see God is to worship him. And if there isn't a response of worship, then I would suggest that there isn't any faith. Because when we see a glimpse, even the tiniest glimpse of Almighty God we will worship and we will adore him because of who he is and what he's like. And so it's not a, it's not a, a surprise that this is the first recorded uh, act of faith in the Bible at all. I believe it's exactly what God intended. 
Now, it's an interesting, it's an interesting situation we have here. Uh, and there's lots of questions that I don't know the answer to, but I'm going to pose them anyway, just so that you can learn some... Uh, the first thing is, is that, that how did they know... See, Cain offered a sacrifice. He offered what was grown. He, he, he was working the land, he grew wheat, whatever it was he grew, and he offered that. So, and then Abel offered the fat portion, the best. Now, they both knew that offering a sacrifice was the right thing to do. How, how they knew that, we don't know, it's not said. Presumably, Adam and Eve taught them. The other thing which is interesting is that Adam or Eve aren't uh, commended for this. So, there might be a question mark about how, how they offered their offering, we don't know. But what we do know is that they, they knew that they had to they knew that offering a sacrifice was the right thing to do. And that was solely Cain's response. I've learnt from my parents or from somewhere that offering a sacrifice is the right thing to do, so I better do it. And that was his heart. Well, I better do it. Okay, I'll get this here, do that, I'll do and that was his response. There was no faith there. There was no image of God. There was no sense of getting hold of God and saying, wow, what amazing. Wow, I'm going to do my best for this amazing God. Cain didn't have that. But Abel did. What Abel did, he had glimpsed something. And instead of simply doing it because, well, he was told to do it, he did it because he'd seen something of God and thought, oh, wow, okay. Sacrifice is what I do. Oh, he's amazing. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just. How can I, how can I make this the best thing that I've ever done for God? How can I, how can I do something that is so amazing that, 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 because it will reflect something of what I feel about God. I know. I'm, go, I'm gonna give the best that I've got. Okay, the firstborn of the lamb, the, the thing that is gonna, gonna, gonna keep me going. I'm gonna give that, and, and I'm gonna give the best bit of that lamb. And that, was a, that is a heart response to seeing God. That is faith in action. And, and that's, that's exactly what uh, Abel had and Cain didn't. And you see, God saw that and was pleased. Because Abel had recognised who God was. He had seen the invisible God through the eye of faith. And he had worshipped. <clears throat> and you know what? That is so important for us that we allow the faith that we have to draw us into worship. See, Jesus, God, is worthy of pure devotion. He's worthy of every praise that we could possibly give. In, uh, in, the, uh, in the Gospels, there was the account of the woman who who was so in love with Jesus, so uh, amazed at what Jesus had done for her. She, she bought the, par- the, uh, the, the perfumed oil and poured it over his feet. And it was really expensive and lavish. And she was criticised for it. And, 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 and Jesus said, no, no, she is just worshipping me. And rightly so. She is given the best she could possibly give to worship me. And it was a response of faith. And again, it's a recording, and it's something that pleased God. 
Uh, and and this, this response to God, this, this ability to worship, is so vital for us. Because, because it's, it's that which will keep us going in difficult times. When, we, when we've learned that actually coming to God in worship and seeing him and, and, and giving him our all is, is a response of faith, then whenever things go difficult or hard... That is our response. There's many a times in the Bible where there is a, a difficult situation and people's response because of their faith is to worship. Uh, in Psalm 27 there's a, there's a case of, of, of the psalmist wrestling, David wrestling with something. Uh, he's going through a difficult time and, and he says there, my heart says of you, seek his face. So there's, there's a response of faith coming saying, I, I, need to, I know this is a difficult time, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm to worship God. And, and his response is, the voice of faith, his response of faith is, your faith, Lord, I will seek. I will seek it. You see, sometimes when we go through those difficult times, our, our response is, well, oh, this is difficult, I'm going I'm to withdraw, I'm going I'm to stay back, I'm going I'm to self-protect, I'm going I'm to do what I can to protect myself. Uh, this is too difficult, it's too hard, uh, I, I, and, and I'm going I'm to come away from church, I'm going to come away from from God for a bit, I'm just going to see if I can just cocoon myself and make it better. The response of faith is, no, 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 I, I, I'm going to go and I'm going to seek God. David, when, when, uh, when he'd had the affair with Bathsheba and the child was born and then, and then the child died, uh, and it was a very sad, uh, you know, he prayed to God, he asked God to save the child and, 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 and God didn't and, and, and the child died. His response is, is this, David got up from the ground and after he had washed and changed his clothes he went into the house of the Lord and worshipped. You see, that's, that is what real faith does. Real faith, in those really difficult times, calls us to be drawn back to God and not away from him. And, and, and that's, that's why this is so important. That is why Abel is commended, because he knew that, that in, in, in the difficult times, he would be able to come close to God and be, have that strength of, of someone who has seen God and has learnt and, 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 and responded to the faith by an action. And, and God is looking for that and encouraging that in us, that, that other response to faith is to come in worship at all times whether it's good or bad. And that leads us for strength, it leads us into the presence of God, it leads us into all the good things that God has for us in those difficult times. So can I encourage you, if you, if you go through difficult times, don't withdraw. Don't, don't think, you know, because what you're doing is you're looking for your reward in something other than God. And you're believing that actually if I go away from God and come to this and, and, and get stuff around me, my friends, whatever it might be, that I'll be alright. But actually, what God is saying, no, no, let faith arise in you to believe that actually I am still and always will be the source of all good things. And come in worship. Come in praise at that difficult time. Come and press in and you will find me that true reward that I promised I would be. But the other thing I want to, uh, the other thing about uh, uh, Abel is, you know, you can you can look at people and you think, well, it's all right for them, 
you know, they come from uh, a background that has helped them uh, because of their Christian upbringing and because of uh, their Christian families around them. That, that they're in a place where they, you know, it's easy for them to press into these things. Uh, but what I like about Abel is that he did not come from a particularly good stock, if you like. His parents brought sin into the world. That's, that's just, you can't get your head around that. That, that's, that was his upbringing. And his brother had no regard for God and was, became a murderer. That was the environment he was growing up in. He had nothing to commend, his environment had nothing to commend, and yet, in the midst of that, he could see God and was a man of faith. And so it doesn't matter that you come from a difficult or a challenging background, you can be a man or woman of faith. You just need to seek God. You need to seek God and believe that he is the rewarder. And that's what he did. That's what Abel did. He, he pressed through all this stuff that was around him, and he said, no, I'm, I'm going to press into this God. I know my parents messed up. I know my brother's not, not doing a very good job. He's my older brother. I should be able to look up to him, but I can't. But I'm going to press into this God, and I'm going to worship him, and I'm, I'm, I'm seeing him with faith, and I'm going to go for him. Amen. And do you know what? It doesn't matter where you're from. It doesn't matter what background you're from. You can do that. You can do that. But the other thing, which... uh, Another thing. There's lots of other things. I do apologise for that. But uh, is the nature of his understanding of God. Now, I'm an engineer, and I, I, I like things logical because that's how my work. So, everything I do at work has to tie up with a logical process to go through. Um, and I have to justify why I've done it with um, all, the, all the, the, the logic behind why we've made a certain decision. That's how my mind works, that's how I do it. So, here we have Abel, in the logic of an engineer, he has got this offering and he is going to give the best to God. Okay? So, if I have something and I'm going to give the best that I have to God or to you, what do I have left? What does logic tell you I have left? The worst. Second best. So if I give my best to you, if I give my best to God, I get left with second best. Mm. That's Cain's way of thinking. That's Cain's way of thinking. Do you know what? I'm going I'm to give this offering. I'm not going to give the best, because, well, surely God wants me to have the best. So I'll give this stuff. That'll do. You see, Abel truly understood that God rewards those who go to him. He understood heaven's economy. But if I give my best, do you know what? I'm not going to be left with second best. Because logic doesn't work here. Heaven's economy doesn't work on logic, thankfully. It works on the lavishness and the bounty of God. God is unlimited. 
So if I give him my best, do you know what? I'm going to end up with something even better. Because he's a rewarder. <coughs> and that's what, that's what Abel saw. It doesn't matter if I, if I give, if I give my, my lamb, this, this firstborn, this is, this is actually what I'm going to base the rest of my flock on. You know, uh, this is my livelihood here. You know, if I, uh, th- this is what w- the next generation of, my, of the sheep will come from. Oh, God, you have it. He didn't, he didn't count the cost. He didn't say, mm, okay, no, I'll tell you what, let, let's save these, because these are really good. Okay, I'm going to take this third or fourth best. That'll do. He understood that there are promises in God's word and promises in God that actually whatever we do, however lavish we can be towards God, God will never disappoint us. Amen. He will never leave us second best. You know, the, the, the offering verses that we, that we, we look at about uh, give and it will be given to you. A good measure, pressed down, shaken together and running over into your lap. You know, God, God says, you, well, how, you can't outgive me. You, you know, uh, he says in Malachi, test me. T- test me, you know, give, give, give your full offering. Give, give everything you want. I, I'm not going to let you down. Because uh, I'll see the faith. I'll see the heart of that. I'll see that you're coming to me uh, and you're believing for me to be the rewarder. And, and I won't let you down. I, I really won't let you down. God has never let anybody down. And he never will. <coughs> but it takes faith. It takes faith to us to take that step and, and then say, okay, God, I'm trusting you for this. I'm going to give my best. And whether it's in finance, whether it's in worship, whether it's in, in my job, I'm going to give my best to my job. You see, sometimes our thinking can be in our jobs, look, I'm, I'm going to hold back a bit because I, I want to be you know, nice and fresh for the weekend and that's really what life's about, enjoying weekend. And, and therefore, I'm, I'm not going to give my best to my, my workplace because uh, you know, they didn't deserve it or whatever it might be. And, and, you know, but actually, the Bible talks about whatever we do, we do it for God. Amen. And so do you know what? Doing your best at work for him will bring its reward. Whether, whether your boss knows this or not, that's not the point. It will bring a reward because we're doing our best for God. That is worship. The Bible talks in uh, Romans 12, verse 1, that we offer our souls and bodies as living sacrifices, holy and pleasing to God. So it's not simply about coming uh, on a Sunday morning and worshipping, although it is that. It's about the way we live our lives and, and, and saying, actually, I'm going to give my best in whatever I do. Because, that's, because I'm trusting that God will reward and, and, and he's worthy of the best because he's, he's amazing, he's wonderful, we've heard about him this morning and I'm going to give my best to him and, and I'm going to trust him for that reward. I'm going to trust him that I'm going to have the strength. I'm going to trust him that I'm going to have the resources. I'm going to trust him that whatever I need, he's going to provide for me uh, and I'm not going to worry about that bit. I'm just going to give my best. And that's faith. And that's what Abel had. And that's how he lived. One of the things that I love about this verse, it's almost an incidental thing uh, that God says about him, is written about him. And this is the last thing I want to say. say is the thing that, that he says that... Now you could say, well, what reward did he get for that? Well, a few, few moments later, a few verses later, he's murdered by his brother. 
You think, well, what was the point of that? <laughs> it's hardly a great reward. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know what for Abel I think it was. Because he gets to be in the presence of the one he loves. But the other reward he gets is what God says about him. In that, he says in, uh, in Hebrews, he says, he's dead, but he still speaks today. Mm-hmm. He still speaks today. That is amazing. Abel still speaks today. He is renowned through history for his faith. And so in the... <clears throat> I thank God, right, for uh, the men and women of faith that God put around me as I was growing up. My parents, my grandma, my sister in particular, those I've mentioned before. And I, th- I thank God for that. Uh, and I, 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 you know, I look at them and I think, wow, I just, I'm so, you know, what I learned from them and how they, they taught me. Uh, and, you know, I don't despise it and I'm really thankful for that. But actually, Abel had none of that. He didn't have uh, many women of faith around him. But he became a man of faith for everyone else. And you know what? That's what God wants for us. Whether you've had good examples of faith around you or not, doesn't matter. What God is calling us to be is a man or a woman of faith that acts on these things for the people around us. That they can see and say, wow, that, that's, that's amazing. Look, look <coughs> at what she does. Look how he acts. That is, that, I, I, I want to I be like that. We can be that for our, our children. We can be that for our, our, our partners. We can be that for our friends in the church. We can be that for our families. And God is looking for, for men and women like Abel who will be examples that speak <coughs> through the ages. And who will, we can look to and, and we can get alongside and say, wow, I'm so glad that I can see in you something of their faith and I, I want something of that and I want to be inspired by that and each of us carry something different and each of us have, have grown to understand God in different ways and have got different levels of faith in different areas and we can encourage and help one another to grow in faith and that's what Abel has done and, and does still and, uh, and so you may not have that example that, you, you know, that I'm talking about but you can be that example for other people you can be that man or woman of faith uh, to encourage them and strengthen others uh, like Abel does. Uh, but it starts with a response to God in worship. Is allowing your faith to rise and say, God, I'm going to worship you in all circumstances. I'm going to see you, and I'm going to pursue you, and I'm going to go for you, and I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, say that you are my true reward and where there's other things and God's pointed stuff out to me and where there's other things that I'm going for I'm going to say God I'm going to repent of that that stuff which I think I I thought was going to be my reward I repent and say I'm going to take my eyes off that and I'm going to look to you I'm going to look to you God and I'm going to believe you for the good that you are I'm going to believe that actually you are going to be my true reward I'm not going to rely on these things anymore. And when we do that, as we do that step by step, God doesn't want us to do all our times tables at once. He'll start with the two times table, and then the three, and whatever, however progress you are. And he says, right, this area, I want you to be a man or woman of faith in. 
and then it will take you on to the next. As we've got that, and then the next, and we will become like Abel, somebody that we can, will be a, uh, a beacon, if you like, for others around us. So can we stand together?